1: It's the TD Fantasy, <laughs> the TD Fantasy Podcast, TD Fantasy Podcast with your hosts Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians.
2: Welcome into the TD Fantasy Podcast, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, Jake Arians. All three of us back together for the first time in a week. Feels good, especially feels good because it's a victory Monday for the Chicago Bears. Congratulations! They're, they're officially the divisional champs and the. The icing on the top of this wonderful cake is that they eliminated the Green Bay Packers from postseason contention, and Aaron Rodgers will not be playing in the postseason for his second season in a row. Oh, it feels so good to verbalize out league? loud. <laughs>
1: Look, as it should. They've earned it. Absolutely. They have had some big-time games at home that they have pulled off to earn this thing after a terrible loss in New York. Let's be yep. honest, that, that loss for the Giants was bad. Yeah. Good teams bounce back. They bounce back and beat the freaking Rams and the Packers. The Packers are down, yes, but that's still the Packers at home in the division. In a little place, brother, big brother, little brother as, hit him in the mouth.
2: As Aaron Rodgers would say, in a place that we've had a lot of success, because it's true. yeah, we had a lot of success. Didn't have a lot of success yesterday. No. That was but a
3: theme. There were a lot of teams that couldn't go into places and win for the last 10 years that went in and won. Yep. And let's was... give the Bears credit too. They overcame some of their own stupidity.
2: No, yes. Mitch Trubisky overcame Matt Nagy's stupidity. Yesterday was a Mitch Trubisky day. He and, he bounced yeah, back. He, he bounced back from a really bad performance that he had on Sunday night, where the defense did everything to keep them in that game. The defense had a great performance, one hundred percent. But when it mattered, Trubisky took the team all the way down the field and scored a touchdown to ice that. And yeah, that, was he, that played, was he played
1: great. He they, played. They, they looked they look strong.
2: They do look strong. And we'll get into that game a little bit more. We're going to start off with the Saturday games, the Texans and the Jets. The Texans bounce back after a loss. They get this game. And they are now the number two seed because the Patriots lost to the Steelers, which is, wow, there is a lot. This this is one of the most interesting years I can remember lately because we're so used to the Patriots just putting on cruise control. Yeah, because the
1: number one seed is probably the fifth best team in the in the AFC right now. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it is it's it's crazy what, what has transpired over the last – you know, a couple of 48 hours and how that's shaken up the playoff picture. But let's talk about that game. The Jets shows some fight. Obviously, they played better at home. Um, we we'll hit the nail know? on the head with that one. Yep. The
1: Jets played better at home. Darnold played good. The defense is young and swaggy, and they played hard. Texans had too much. They pulled it off. They don't do anything to make you – like Jamie, Jamie said it a couple weeks ago, like they're just not – they don't pass the eyeball test. of like that top that top two seed, that top three seed. Like I don't – yeah, with Kansas City with Kareem Hunt gone and some of the struggles and Tyreek Hill not 100%. And, but the Chargers legit. Yeah. yeah. And that was still a struggle. Like, that might be the. I don't know. I, I just. The text We nailed, they hit the nail on the head with that like, I We mean, yeah. almost told you exactly what it was going to be. I didn't see anything special from them.
3: And this game in particular. Look, when I look at Houston, you always think about it, it doesn't happen every single year, but it happens often enough. There's that one team that gets a bye that absolutely lays a freaking egg on divisional weekend. Right now, my leading candidate for that is the Houston Texans. Yeah. Because I think there's a very good chance that they are playing uh, L.A. Chargers or Kansas City Chiefs in that second round because of the way that the divisions match up. And uh, I'm not going gonna... Colts again, after the Colts knock somebody off in the first round. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's – uh, uh, I, I can see it in this Ravens. Game, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of teams they're not going to match up with, although Hopkins is match-up. Proof. If, if, he's, he's a monster. He had he – I mean, there's a one catch he makes in the end zone with his hands where he's, he's completely, I'm glad you said utterly
1: that. covered. There's a lot of really good players in this league that yeah. still barely ever catch it with their hands. The yeah. reason he's so damn good is he goes out past everybody else and catches it in his hands yes. and his fingertips. And his hands are so strong, nobody else can knock it away from him. Yeah. That's why he has such a big catch radius. Makes so him and Larry
3: Fitzgerald yeah, primarily with sure. their hands
1: better than anybody in the league.
3: Yeah. It's a lost art almost at this point. And it's such an advantage because he was blanketed on that second touchdown. Oh, Claiborne had him smothered most blanket. of the day and he gave up 170. It just, it, it's you, 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 I mean, Julio Jones had a catch like that too against the Cardinals we'll talk about later. But, I mean, that's the difference that separates these top receivers from the guys that always just let it hit them in the numbers before they catch it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Lamar Miller got hurt. So if you were playing him in a flex spot, that obviously killed your day uh, in the fantasy playoffs. But from a football perspective, Darnold, look, this, he showed the flashes of this is the quarterback that you want to see. He's always going to have some turnover problems. I'm glad he didn't turn the ball over in this game. But this is the flashes of, okay, this is the player that we think can lead the franchise going forward. He's got that little bit of backyard basketball that I love. Yeah. And he was a big yeah. basketball
1: player in high school. And yeah. You just see a little bit of that improvisation from the from those days that I just love. I mean, that he's got enough athleticism to make you go, okay, yeah.
3: And one last note for those who do in that do play in leagues with kickers, I don't anymore. And I by the way, I suggest you don't either. Sorry, Jake. Um kickers suck. Uh graduate.
1: Other
3: yeah. than Kayemi Fairbairn giving me mean, twenty two points. And that's what I want to bring up. Kayemi Fairbairn is the number two kicker in fantasy this year. Probably number one in total points, but he's number two in points per game behind Greg Zerline. Like wow. again, there is an advantage to have there if you have Zerline or Kaimi Fairbairn, who's been available on waivers like every single week for whatever reason, for people not paying attention. Yeah. Uh that can be a little bit of an advantage for you in these matchups where they can go have a 15 16 17 20 seventeen, twenty-point game. Yeah, that All makes of a, sudden, a huge difference. Those are running back numbers. Yeah, one
2: hundred percent. All right, let's talk about the fighting. Baker Mayfield's because he goes on the road and gets a victory 17-16 in Denver. They are, it is December and the Cleveland Browns still have a shot to make the postseason. That has not happened in a very long time. Now, they're more than likely not going to make it because they have to have a lot of things go their way and they do not hold their own playoff destiny because yes, they could win out and still miss the postseason because they have to have other things go on around them. But it should still make you feel good if you are a Cleveland Browns fan to know that it is December, midway through December, and you are not—you do not have an E next to your name on the NFL.com website. Look, well, if you're a
1: Cleveland Browns fan, you ain't been this happy since, I think, 2001 when Kelly Holcomb took you to the playoffs, yeah. threw for 450 in yeah. the snow, and the defense blew the game for you. But that – I mean, this is – and if you listen to this show and you listen to my – one of my locks of the week, you're welcome. Yep. Yeah. Because that was, to me, it was almost an easy pick. Like, they're playing really good. Yeah. To Freddie Kitchen's credit, Chubb is getting 20-plus carries a week. It's taking the pressure off Baker Mayfield, and it's keeping the defense off the field. His defense is playing so much better the last three or four weeks with this running game that they've got going. They're tough. I mean, they could win both these last games. and They're still not get in, but, yeah. man, I would not want to play
3: them right now. No, they're, they're, they're a strong team. Uh, look, this, this whole team looks – the attitude of this team is completely different with Baker, completely different without Hugh Jackson there. Yes. I mean, both those things of equal, equal importance in the matter. And it's anti And, it. and I, I think you've yeah. got some of the toxicity
1: out of what was going on there. Yes. Yeah, that
2: was never going to work having both of them under the same roof. I, all, three I, yeah. all three of them. Like yeah. Three of them. You have
1: to huge Right. They aren't their own guys. They're all separate. They're, it's not like the same tree. I, we, we said that in the beginning of the season, like, you know, this team's going to implode on itself. If it doesn't, they got a lot of talent. Well, when it imploded,
3: they look really good since. The distractions are gone. Yes. that The most talented players are playing and getting touches. Yeah. I can't believe Nick Chubb wasn't getting touches before, but that's, that's the situation we were in. And they look like a good team on, on Denver's side. They're just they're just one step below. They're not there yet. They no, don't. Too There's many, how too many
1: rookies that defense isn't what it used to be, although they're still really good. It's tough. still good,
3: but their offense still isn't good enough. It's yeah. still a, a well below average offense. Philip Lindsay's had back-to-back back poor weeks, which was our most problem. Look, you you had found money if you picked up Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I was, right. was going to say. Found I, money. I, so I, I, don't
1: I, feel I bad. can't be that mad that James Conner hasn't played the last two weeks, yeah. and I've. Been scrambling a little bit, even though I'm trying to get to a semifinal. No,
2: because guess what? Where you got him, if you're a David Johnson owner or you got Le'Veon Bell, (laughs) (laughs) Bell. that's what I'm saying. I mean, at a certain point, you just got to go, okay, I can handle these two weeks because I picked him up in the eighth round or the tenth round. Yeah, Yeah, Lindsay was a waiver guy. Yeah, he was a waiver guy. I picked him up off the waivers and he won me weeks.
3: Right. The only thing I'm semi concerned about if I'm Denver is uh, I don't know why Corwin Sutton isn't having more success now. With yes, Sanders out, I yeah. thought this would be his show. It's really
1: Deshaun I'll, Hamilton that's, I'll tell you, that's I'll tell won. you why Deshaun Hamilton really didn't play all year, and yeah. he hasn't hit that rookie wall. Cortland mm-hmm. Sutton, I went to that game in week two. Emmanuel Sanders was their one and the leader of that room. Demarius Thomas was far inferior to Cortland mm-hmm. Sutton talent-wise on the field. They tried to make him the guy all year. He didn't come down with a lot of catches, but they threw him a lot of balls. I think he's hit that rookie wall, and now he's the one where you almost have to step up because you're getting more coverage. They're rolling yep. up to you. It's going to be tough. I don't expect him to finish that strong. I think they're going to try that, but now Deshaun Hamilton, who's a little more fresh, is getting that number two role yeah, where you're getting man a to man, and you, you know you yep. get second corner, that kind of stuff. I think that I like him from a fantasy perspective moving forward. And you know, you need a flyer for your championship or whatever next week, another yeah. semifinal. They're going to have to throw it. I yeah. think he's going to have the ability to have man-to-man coverage and, and the, to beat it.
3: And, and I think going into draft next year, Cole Sutton might be his value might be a little depressed. That might be somebody you pick up in the last oh, yeah. rounds of your draft and say you take a flyer yeah. on him, like you would this and year, it, like,
2: and it ends you know. up being a good. It ends up being a good pickup later on. All right, the next game we're going to uh, spend thirty seconds on, and that is the Arizona Cardinals going into Atlanta and losing forty to fourteen. Other than this team just being an absolute disaster, uh, the headline here is. Who's going to be coaching this team? Who's going to be the general manager? From a fantasy perspective, they've been a wasteland all season long, including David Johnson.
1: He was up over 20 again
2: yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, all all
1: trash points, but you're you're glad you kept him before you drafted
2: him. It's been, he's been, he's going to be up there for fantasy bust of the year because it's been, from
3: where you drafted
2: him, he's not ever been near that top tier. Uh, yeah.
3: Unless Bruce Arians comes back to coach the Cardinals next year, you're yeah. not taking Dave Johnson in the first round. Of no players. way, it's just not happening. No, you can't. You can't you just you, you can't.
2: No, he's not utilizing the same way at all in that offense. And he is. They
1: just their offensive their offensive line is beat to hell. They yeah. have no other weapons. All yeah. you got to do is load the box. He yeah. knows that his enthusiasm is not what it was. He's no. not running with the same vigor that he did. We no, how can you? Roster. That
2: whole team is defeated right. at this I mean, point. It, and yeah, but but on the flip side, on the other side of the football. Jake, I know you made a good decision. You started Matt Ryan over Aaron Rodgers. That yes. was a very good decision because it was a bad matchup for Aaron Rodgers, and it was a great matchup for Matt Ryan. So that played that played well to you. Yeah, had a big day.
1: I mean, to this point, we're 3-0 in our picks. We, I picked this 31-17. I was just kind of trying to be nice. I could totally yeah. see this game coming like this. Uh, I didn't think they'd turn it over quite that much. Yeah. And Atlanta's defense is bad. The reason I didn't pick up Atlanta's defense, what a lot of people did, which would end up being a, a big day play, it was a 20-point day. but. I thought the Cardinals were moving a little bit. I thought yeah. they could run it, and they just they struggled.
3: Dia Jones coming back helps, helped a lot. Helps. I mean, it's so I mean, fast. He does. And that defense needs, needs all the help they can get. Yeah, that line yeah. defense really was banged up all year, and it wasn't that great to begin with.
2: No. Both teams with an E next to them, so we're not going to take too much time there. But, listen, it was nice for you if you're Julio Jones owner. Nice to be have Matt Ryan to see those guys. They do. They play better at home, even yeah, if it's, it's how it goes. Uh, the Raiders and the Bengals. The Bengals get it done 30-16. to 16. And thank you, Joe Mixon, because, man, oh, man, he had a big day for me. And it was – if you're a Joe Mixon owner, I know one of the things we talked about was what is this offense going to look like? Are they going to be down in games? And now we've seen two straight games where, yes, they were up in this game. But this was a close game for most of the game. And then they they ran away. To their highly.
1: credit, they leaned on
2: him early. Yeah. And that's how they got up. That's They rode their
1: horse, and that was I, – I thought they'd get down early. Because their defense has been playing so bad, and he wouldn't have the games that he's had the last two weeks. Luckily, yes.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I'm I mean, a Joe Mixon owner. He helped me get to the finals. And Look, I this is what you've been waiting for all year. We've been yeah. talking for two years now about Joe Mixon and his talent level and what his ceiling is. This Still didn't even throw it to agree, him more. I agree. But the way Jeff Driscoll is – erratic yes. out there. That's right. the best, probably the best way i describe it. I mean, he's the best they got at the moment, yes. but he's just erratic out there. Like He's going to make some throws and there are yeah. times where he's just going to be mind-numbingly poor. But yeah, I mean, he is an all-around player. He is, from a talent perspective, one of the best running backs in football. Pure, yes. Yeah. From a pure Not talent perspective. If he was on a team, like, if he was on Pittsburgh, oh. he would be the number one pick in every fantasy yeah. draft yes. for well, the next I five years. You. Yes. But I love the way they're using him more. I love the way how they're using him late in the season yep. because there are times where. You, By the way, they're not eliminated.
2: No, they're not eliminated. Technically, yeah, they're not They, they play
3: the
1: Browns this week. I yeah. think the loser's eliminated, but they're, they're yeah. right there. The other guy is Tyler Boyd. Over 1,000 yards yeah. for the yeah. year. Really came on as a strong number two for them. They've got some decisions to doing. make because A.J. Green can't stay healthy the last couple of years. No. This, this offseason for them and for people like Arizona Cardinals with a bunch of cap space and some potentially to trade some guys, but I think A.J. Green's got a lot left, but he's got to stay healthy.
2: Yeah.
1: They got some decisions to make because I think I think Tyler Boyd's done a nice job as a one in AJ Green's yeah. absence,
3: and that's the thing—he's been successful even with AJ Green off the field. Yeah,
2: yeah, one hundred percent. All right, next game we're going to talk about here: the Vikings show up, they go up twenty-one nothing. Then they let the the Dolphins come in and sneak in. I look over and it's twenty-one seventeen. Then the gas hit the pedal and it was forty-one seventeen real quick. Uh, this is what I expected to see from Minnesota. I I, I wanted to see them like. You fired your coach. There shouldn't be any issues in the locker room. Show up. And for about five minutes, I was like, they're gonna lose this game. They're gonna they're gonna let this game slip away and this team, we're gonna put we're just gonna put it like this is over. They're you, done. You obviously. and I talked
1: about it on Friday. When you fire your coach, you always get a, a little bump, right? Absolutely. What did I tell you the new guy was gonna do? Run the damn ball. Forty times. Dalvin Cook season high. Monster Day. Zim said. We fired the other guy because he threw it more than everybody else. You want to run stay? the damn ball, yeah. And that's that's when they did pull off. That's what happened. It's, and that's four and zero for us this was exactly what we told you was going to happen. Miami hanging in there for a little bit. Didn't have enough. But if Minnesota run the ball, Thielen monster low day. Like yeah, Bigs had a solid day, but Thielen was way down.
3: So for Adam I'm Thielen, I'm an Adam Thielen owner. Yeah, again, he has been for for the first half of the year, he was the number one wide receiver in fantasy. He's had three or four weeks pretty much since the buy of just kind of blah performances. I know he's yeah. caught a couple of touchdowns over the last four weeks that kind of boosted his, boosted his total, but I'd be concerned. I mean, he, he's you're not going to not, not the start him. As much. I yeah. have, obviously, I'm starting him in the fantasy championship, but this offense might not throw as much down the stretch, and he just hasn't been as involved in the offense. Well, Dave's a play-action
1: guy. Diggs, yeah. when, they're, when they're shotgun, you know, he's, he's matched up the movement the slot, the move around. He's a matchup nightmare. But when, he's, when they're running this much, Diggs is your play-action shot guy.
3: And now you're finally starting to see if you drafted Dalvin Cook. And maybe you didn't listen to what Jake said in the preseason, but I'm going to bring it back up. He said Dalvin Cook will make an impact in December, he, or after Thanksgiving, I think you said. That is when he will make the impact because that you coming back off ACL surgery. For sure. So if you were patient and you waited through all the rough times to begin the season, which, again, he, on my midseason list, him and Leonard Fournette were all my most disappointing players yep. based on value now you're starting to see Dalvin Cook pay off. Now, you might not be in the playoffs because he wasn't pay, playing for you very well for the first eight weeks, but if you are, he's starting to pay off for you now. It's
2: going to be an interesting off-season discussion to talk about whether or not we're looking at Adam Thielen or Stephon Diggs going forward from a value standpoint because there's been times where it's one and there's been times when it's other, but I, I was interested to see what this would look like with Kirk Cousins because you knew Adam Thielen was, was the guy, the guy last season. Yeah. He went well, to I'm Adam you, Thielen all year. the time.
1: Both of them are going to be secondary to Dalvin Cook. This entire offense will run through Dalvin Cook next year. He will be that dual threat, feature guy, 20 carries, six or seven targets. That's going to be his role if he can stay healthy and move forward. He's he's an elite, elite player, but
2: they're going to be secondary. Make an interesting offseason discussion. Uh, Colts just completely put away the Cowboys. 23-0. It just – from from a Dak Prescott perspective, he has had some monster weeks, and this was a just a complete dud. This this football game that they don't get in the end zone, they completely they don't show up. And and Ezekiel Elliott talked about it in post game, like. This is that was a disaster of a football
3: game for them. It, it really was from the time from kickoff. Like they, that team looked completely out of sync on offense. They couldn't get anything going. They they were able to keep Andrew Luck in check only because they didn't. The Colts didn't need Andrew Luck. They to run it all. down their throats. Marlon Mack looks. We've talked a lot about this year about how like running, how having a running game can really make a difference. And having a running game in Indianapolis is a huge, huge upgrade for them. Because now you start to look at that front seven that Jake's been talking about all year. They have a, a legit running game. They have Andrew Luck still. Yeah. T.Y. is not fully healthy yet. I'm hoping you know if he can be if he can get healthy over the next couple. Still weeks, a solid game. He hasn't practiced in didn't three
1: weeks. He didn't practice at all.
3: Uh, like, and he still goes out there and he made one catch where He's running full speed, adjusts to the ball in the air, and slides down like he's trying to slide in the second base and makes a basket catch. Well hurt and not practicing all week. Yeah, like, no,
2: he's he's an elite wide receiver, and you we all feel about Andrew Luck like he's top five. I mean, and and with that defense and a full and like you said, Marlon Mack running the football. And give Frank team, Wright credit again. This team you know, becomes he's done dangerous. A
3: this he's done a hell of a job. They're on the outside looking in right now. Yep. But I don't want to play this team. No. no. If I am New England, if I am Pittsburgh, if I am Baltimore, if I am Houston. All those are the, all those are the possibilities for beating the three seed. I do not want to play this team. Hell no.
2: Still alive at eight and six. They are they are definitely alive. I'm looking at the playoff picture right now. They're the first team in the still alive season. I wouldn't seed. want to
3: play
1: them the next two weeks trying to get in either oh. they're sniffing it now. And they're I mean, look, that team is that's a big time win. But we I picked the Colts. I didn't think it'd be like that.
2: No, I did not. To well, I
3: don't think
1: man a hot Cowboys team, hold them to
3: nothing. Hold them. Nothing. Yeah, I mean Zeke had an okay game. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get in the end zone, so it's not great fantasy wise. Right? So he played okay. You can't. You really can't contain Zeke. No, uh, but that, that's about as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. We're, just saying, yeah we're just like, like five yards of carry for eighty yards. Like, yeah. I, mean, that, I mean, that's what you can do. But uh, I'm not actually worried long term for Dallas. I always had them in that second tier down. I mean, yeah. that's like, I'd probably say third tier now. Um, you know, just below the upper tier, which is New Orleans. We'll see where I have the Rams now. We'll talk about that later. But then the Bears, those, those teams were clearly ahead of where Dallas was. But right. they're kind of in that next tier. And they're still there. Indianapolis laid an egg, was it, a week ago, two weeks ago, two Jacksonville. Weeks ago in Jacksonville? This yeah. happens. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not worried long-term. They're still going to win the division, I think. Uh, but for the Colts, at or home against the Giants next week, that should be a win. We'll see if Odell oh, Beckham plays. I don't know if I think it matters either yeah, way. It matters. Uh, and then at the Titans, which that game could mean something. Yeah, that could actually it could be important yeah. the Titans could be, right? Damn, they keep, they keep,
2: I, keep keeping themselves alive.
3: They are the new Patriots.
2: They are number two. They are in the same spot. They are eight and six. Yep. They are in the same spot. A quiet eight and six, I would say, because not not really anybody. I would say believes in them, and I I get it. But at a certain point, like they're winning football games, so does the, you, you they did this last year too.
1: What are they What are they doing right now in December? Running the crap out of it with Derrick Henry yeah. playing good defense.
2: They did this last year too. Yeah. Nobody believed in this football team and then they went to Kansas City in the first round and knocked that team in the mouth. Like it <laughs> like it's it, it's it feels a little bit like that. I don't think I this is a completely different Chiefs team and they would not be sure. playing that's not how they they're not even in the postseason right now. Right. But don't take this team lightly.
3: There's a very important stat that I can't believe it was if it was Trico or Dungey that said it on the Sunday night broadcast at halftime. He said talking about December football, because that's something we've talked about before. Yesterday. Do you know how many hundred yard rushers there were? There were nine. How many three hundred yard passers were there? Three. None. None. Wow.
1: Going my, into the night. Game. Just, what, that was my concern. The Bears all year. To their credit, they've started traditionally handing it off. They still out out-cuted themselves once yesterday, but.
2: But you saw Jordan Howard come more another, involved. Another
3: another in solid game. Yeah, yeah, I mean this. I is, mean this is this is what you have to start being aware of, and you also have to be aware of weather. And I think that's, I mean, you look at the way that, uh, the San Francisco game goes. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk a little bit about what the Baltimore Tampa Bay game goes. You have yeah, to can we please give Kyle Shanahan some damn credit? I tried again last week <laughs> and nobody we still will, wants to we listen. We will,
2: we will give him credit.
1: I
3: don't joke all over the place, but weather, weather matters and people sure. are running the football more. Uh, again, I don't think there's any coincidence why maybe Cincinnati, we talked about with Joe Mixon, is running the football more. Yeah, We're starting to see these types of offenses play.
2: Uh, let's get into that Ravens-Buccaneers game. They went 20-12. to They are currently that last seed, the number six seed. And as of right now, in the AFC wildcard game, if it ended today, the Ravens would be going on the road to pay the Patriots. And man, taking, oh man. i
3: the Ravens in that game.
2: Man, oh man. Even
3: without Bernard Pollard. The, they're in the, the Patriots, Patriots
2: are, they, <laughs> if there's one team that can go into Foxborough and win a football game, it is the Baltimore Ravens and I hope that we get that football game because that will be a hell of a game and we'll get into the Patriots loss later on. But listen, the Ravens get it done, they keep pace, they got people on their heels coming. They gotta win football games and, and they, they won a football game at home. And they get and, it done.
3: and they won by a little bit more than the square to They're taking knees in the red zone. Yeah. To, to to run out the clock here. Gus Edwards had the big, he had a big bounce back game. He had a rough week last week. I know a lot of people were concerned. Uh, he had the big bounce back game. This team, is, this team runs the ball now like no team. I mean, it was five straight weeks with 190-plus rushing yards per game. Uh, again, I don't think this is something, as Jake's point, they're not going to be able to carry this type of offense into next year because teams are going to adjust to it. They're going to
1: try, though. Joe Flacco's on his way out of town. Mark my words on that one.
3: But Lamar Jackson might have a better, might be more polished, a little bit more polished passer by then.
1: Right. Yeah, he's going to go through a whole offseason study. He, look, he's going to no. be a good player. Yes. Right now, you load the box to stop it, and you can't. And they are playing complimentary football because this defense is getting after you. You can't throw it on me. Whoever the quarterback is that's playing them is going to struggle. That goes back like five five or six weeks of really good quarterbacks that have just been.
2: And that is why they can go into New England and beat that football Because they're
1: unconventional. They're running it down your throat. They're stopping the run. They're getting after the quarterback. They're getting turnovers. They're
2: dangerous. Yeah. You can pressure Tom. I didn't we think they'd
3: be able to pull this off. To their credit, man, it, it just keeps continuing. It's fun. It, 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 this is Ravens football. Yeah. We're talking a lot about Steelers football. This is Ravens football. This is, this is the formula. Not, not quite as untraditional a, a quarterback as we have seen, but, right. like, this is the Ravens formula. Yeah. Run the ball successfully. Play great defense. John Get the Har- ball to Jamal Lewis The fact, play that, good the fact you know? that at any point in
2: this season there was a discussion that John Harbaugh would lose his job is absolutely it's hilarious It's garbage. It's absolutely yeah. hilarious to me because he is – very, very easily one of the best I'm starting a
1: franchise area. Tomorrow is top three On my list of guys I want to talk
2: 100% about. And you're talking about
1: This dude is going to be On his way out of town it's, For what? Because he's yeah. been there too long? Come yeah. on with that crap
2: Yeah exactly right, right. By All the
1: right. way He's been there
3: too long You've been really damn successful yes.
2: Yeah and and overachieved With the talent level That you have this the Steelers year, have been In your division The whole time
3: Absolutely so. One last thing In our two On the Tampa Bay side Quietly Peyton Barber Touchdowns the four Of the last five He's actually Ooh. been A pretty oh, strong yeah. really Flex play To end the year After being really Really brutal To start the year
2: uh, We can gloss over this game quickly. Quickly, Bills 14, Lions 13, another – We need to
3: talk about the no running backs that Buffalo ran with the second half. Like they they lost – so McCoy didn't play. Ivory didn't play. They lost their two running backs in the game. They lost their fullback. They literally had no backs. And still won the fullback game. And came back to win the game. Yes. Look, that defense is solid. Jamie said that three or four weeks ago.
1: Like look at them going into the playoffs. Like make this decision if you're going to – and they played really well. Bad boss for Detroit.
2: Bad. Bad I mean, this this team is dysfunctional.
1: Sean McDermott's done a hell of a job. Yeah. That roster, they're beat to hell with a rookie quarterback, but they're in every game. They haven't they're, had. They're up and they to have no They rookies. have
2: no playmakers no. on their offense. None. None. Zero. Who's their quarterback? For? That's what I'm saying. He's their playmaker. That's why at a and certain a rookie. at a certain point you got to go. Okay, let's give him a shot with some playmakers and not old running backs and try and make this. Try and make something to this. To Sean McDermott's
1: credit, he can coach defense.
2: Yep, this defense absolutely. is
1: always solid, and they are—they're really good again this year. Yeah.
2: And please vote my guy Lorenzo Alexander in their Pro Bowl. This is—I I feel like I'm doing so advertisement for, for, for him. His old man. But he, old Manzo, is killing it in in that's Buffalo, for, that's and, and I And I love seeing that revitalization of one man. of the
1: best, absolutely one of the best men in Pro Bowl. Yeah, just, absolutely, a, awesome just guy. an guy. absolutely great. So happy man. for his Yeah, awesome.
2: it's been awesome to watch. Uh, the next game, we could take the rest of the podcast on. <laughs> Chicago Bears twenty-four, Green Bay seventeen. Uh, the Bears cover the spread for all those that were uh, listening for that. And
3: speaking Chicago, of which, but we just we 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 went three and one on our locks this week.
2: Yep, gotta gotta tout that. We so had a good week
3: on our locks. Been, I, I know we were just killing it for the first two months. We slowed down a little bit. You've still been making money yeah. since yeah. Thanksgiving, but we've it slowed down a little bit. But now it's another big week for us again. Three and one. I mean, we're hitting 62 63% this season. Yeah. Good luck finding someplace hitting at a higher percentage. No, than we absolutely. And and we don't need to take the rest of the podcast on this. is exactly what we told you was going to happen.
1: Yep. The Bears played solid. They got in their own way yep. and overcame it. Defense is solid. They ran it. Trubisky had a big day. The Packers aren't very good. They're in the division. They were the big brother, but they came in and got stomped. Congrats to the Bears. You look really good going to the playoffs, and your brand of football is going to travel if you don't outcoach yourself.
2: And for those of you that held on to Jordan Howard, the last three weeks have been mighty fine for you. When when it mattered in the postseason for fantasy playoffs, that's yeah. been good for you?
3: On the Packers side, a couple things to know quickly. Aaron Jones, that's a multi-week injury. He thinks yeah. it's a sprained MCL. That's a two- to four-week injury. They have nothing to play for. Yeah,
2: look um, for someone else.
3: I think he's done Jamal Williams. is going to be the guy they run with in the backfield. Just, again, could, could be I don't know that Aaron Rodgers play. is going to
1: play either, so yeah. Jamal he, Williams could be. Still worth
3: probably a flex play for somebody, yeah. um, depending on what your options are. Very, very under the radar. I'll keep bringing it up. There's a very strong chance that the number one wide receiver in fantasy this year is Devante Adams. That dude performs every single week. And Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. it'll be interesting if
1: he's not how he finishes because that could that could be a fantasy killer for somebody if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. Oh, one
3: hundred percent. And then on the other side, um, another big game for a decent game for when he gets in the end zone again. Yep. He's a fascinating. That's his
1: floor at this point.
3: Yeah. He's yeah. a fascinating player. Like he like does ninety five percent of things really well and has no idea where he is on the field. Yep. Yeah. I yep. feel like every week he has about one play where, and there was the one that they doesn't convert the fourth yeah, down yeah. or first down where he yeah. could run in the end zone. Just every week, there's one or two of those plays from him. It's just fascinating. That and is his floor, though. That yeah. 15 to 18 points is his floor, and his ceiling is 40 or 50.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, but he's being
1: going. used like that, in that offense He's getting that many targets, that many carries, and return yards. I mean, oh, oh, yeah,
3: almost return one.
2: Yeah, it's uh, he's definitely an exciting player from from a Bears fan perspective you know, and from a fantasy perspective. It's gonna be
3: fascinating to see where he goes in fantasy drafts next year. Yeah, so I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a solid RB two for a lot of people there. Yeah,
2: for sure, with with high upside. Uh, Redskins. I don't know how this team is winning football games. Another like Jacksonville coach that deserves
1: a ton of free. Yes, credit.
2: Jacksonville wow. is. Should everyone should go at this point in Jacksonville? It is a complete and utter disaster. There, uh, Jalen Ramsey post game is asked about whether or not he thinks his head coach is going to keep his job, and said, "I only can worry about what I'm doing." Uh, it, this is this is just
3: which a- is complete opposite of what Tevin Smith said, which is, "I'm a man. I'm worried about everybody."
2: Yeah, which just, just,
3: juxtaposition you
2: should tell you everything you need to know about Jalen Ramsey. I think we, we he has gone from all the way high to very low very quickly. You and know what happens
1: a, when you run your mouth?
3: When it goes, when it goes, you. when it goes bad,
2: people target you. You have put you put, a, sure. you
3: put a target. He put that GQ interview. He put the biggest target he possibly could on himself, and he it was the entire NFL on blast. Yeah, and then they lay an egg.
2: Yeah, and and that's that, this this is a lesson because. We talked to Bruce Arians about it at the beginning of the year, and he called it.
3: All bark, no bite?
2: All bark, no bite. Don't If you are going to bark like that, you better back it up.
1: The bad part for him is he has. Yes. He's played really freaking well.
2: But it's your whole team, man. Yeah,
1: but, but you got to know what to stop. You yes. gave up 300 yards rushing the week before in the yes. division and your elite defense. Yeah. And then you, they let Washington, with like their 18th quarterback, come back and win this game.
2: Because it doesn't matter. It's, oh. it, it's not Washington's is
1: this- now still they're still in the hunt. Yeah,
2: yeah. absolutely, they're still in the hunt. And
1: Nobody has had it. No, anywhere near as bad as they have on offensive injuries.
2: The still alive teams are listen. Philadelphia and Washington both seven and seven in the East. Carolina is six and 7 we we'll They'll talk not. about that game. They're playing tonight. They the Saints twice. No, they're not beating they're the Saints. about that. Uh, Next game we're going to get into quickly. Obviously, Titans take care of business. Like you said, quiet eight and six. Giants lay an egg, zero points put up, seventeen nothing. Uh kinda expected them to play a little bit better at home. They've been a little bit better. They've been scoring a little I bit better. I expected worse. a lot more
1: from them. I, I uh, picked them to win the game.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean this one was this team is interesting and the talk is that Eli's gonna wants to stay and keep playing. I mean this is I don't know what is gonna happen for I this told team going forward.
1: Don't underestimate the power that Eli Manning has in that building. You have a new GM and a new head coach, which know they have to move on. But it's still not going to be that easy. No. And you haven't seen him get benched. Now, they've all played better the last couple weeks. I thought they'd win this game. To Tennessee's credit, they're running the ball and they're playing defense. I did not think Derrick Henry could have a game like he had. Yeah going up there when the focus was going to be on stopping him they ran it down their throats congratulations man! they played they played really well that's yep. a big time win in December on the road
3: absolutely you know, Derek Henry he before the last 2 weeks he wasn't in the top 40 among running backs he's almost guaranteed now to finish top 20 because of what's happened in yeah. the last 2 weeks i don't buy it derek henry will knock in any of my fantasy teams next year no i'm not going to buy it but uh if for, hey if you've been playing in the last 2 weeks congratulations he's probably got to the finals on a giant sideboard and Saquon kill you. In this yeah. game. He's been so good for you all year. This, these they did a great job
1: stopping the new Patriots. Yeah. They take away what you do best, they run it, and they hit a couple big plays. And they don't turn the ball like, over. Oh. this is the first time a coach
2: in that situation. He
1: didn't coach for Belichick, but he played there the whole time. Has gone
3: somewhere else, and this is starting to work. Yeah. This roster isn't good enough to have the record. No, it's no. not. It's the Bills from last year. It doesn't make any sense on paper, a, but they're doing a really good a job. It's a very
2: of impressive 8-6, and six, honestly. It is. it is a very impressive 8-6. and six. All right, the next game, very interesting. Seahawks go on the road to play a just absolutely beaten down 49ers team that we've talked about. But I will let Jake go off on a tangent about Kyle Shanahan and the job he's doing because the Seahawks team that needed to win to secure themselves a playoff spot – now things get a little bit more interesting because they have, to, they have to keep pace. And they're in the playoffs right now, but they, that, was, that was the game you looked at and go, take care of business and, and lock yourself into the postseason. and any been playing
1: better than the Seahawks for the last four or five weeks?
2: Other than the Dallas Cowboys, probably not.
1: Running it, stopping the run, defense is playing well. They got out coached. Kyle Shanahan won this game as a coach. George Kittle didn't have a big game. Brady didn't have a big game. They spread it around, and Nick Mullins, who nobody ever heard of, including me, and he was at my house in high school with one <laughs> my daughter 10 years ago. Like, It's unbelievable what Kyle Shanahan is doing. And McVeigh gets all the credit in the world. Well-deserved. He's awesome. I'm, I'm on driving that, that bandwagon too. But, my gosh, Kyle Shanahan i will be up the coach of the year with the, the stuff he's playing with, the numbers they're putting up on offense, the way he's scheming stuff up. Man, I, I just—he is no credit. He is not talked about in this conversation. Everybody's like, "I want the next young McVay." Well, you better say McVay and Shanahan, in my opinion, because those I two agree. dudes together as the young offensive guys. There's two of them. It ain't just McVay.
2: No, it's not just McVay, and it's it's good to point out here. Seattle is eight and six. They're currently the fifth seed with Minnesota at seven and six, and two teams underneath there at seven and seven. The Seahawks play the Chiefs next week.
3: Yes, it's at a, home Sunday night football. At home Sunday night football. Game.
2: This is not this this NFC wild card picture is far from over. Uh, both sides really are, are have a lot of interesting. But I I expected to see this Seahawks team go take care of business and lock themselves in, and they did not get it done. No, they did not. Well, and
3: I think this is the this is the litmus test, game. it should have been a good matchup for them. Yeah, should have ran down the 49ers haven't been stopping the run. This was the game that you say, okay, is this Seahawks team a good team or a great team? Yep. This is the difference. The great Seahawks team go into San Francisco and win by two scores. Yep. This, this just good you know that other personality or personality, a great team, but they've turned no. into a really good team. I didn't think they are capable of the last four or five. Weeks. But
2: that's why this team is third tier. This right. is not, yeah, this no. is a good team. It's and not a great team. and It's definitely not an elite team.
3: Though. And five versus six in the wild card is going to matter this year because yeah. that that, that six seed is either going to play the Rams or going to play the Bears. I would much rather play the Cowboys or the Eagles yep. or the Redskins. Yep. Oh God. Yeah. By a mile. Anybody. Yeah. So that. I don't want to go to play in Chicago. I don't want to go play the Rams. Yeah. I-
1: if you're <laughs> Seattle, you're almost happy to be in, but that's not their culture. No,
2: it's not their culture. and It's not Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll. With that,
1: with that roster, the way that they've gone, I mean,
2: yeah. Good luck selling that to the fan base, though. As 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 a certain point, Look, you, they've lime so green much.
1: wearing bandwagon. They, they've had a nice little ten year run here.
2: Yeah, I'm I, not real good.
1: convinced that their fan base is Chicago, no, or Green Bay or it's Pittsburgh. Not. Like it's
2: no, it's not. It's not. It's Their run, they're, the time frame that they had is –
1: They're spoiled enough that they would be yeah. like, they'd be disappointed with this team making the playoffs. But if this team makes the
3: playoffs, it's a really successful year for them. They, yeah, they, I, should, I,
2: they should feel that way. I
3: said in the preseason, I thought this was a nine-win team. All right, yeah. It's probably right back – right win. They'll be nine and seven. They'll make the playoffs. That's kind of where – they'll lose in the first yeah. round. Yep. Yeah. And, they, you know, and that's, that, that's where their talent but level is I wouldn't right want now. to play them no. in the first round. If no. I'm
1: Chicago, I don't want a veteran team that can run the ball coming in there. Now, that yeah. that's not a good matchup. For the, no, the Seahawks no, at all. No, no, but for, for sure. a coach that's been there, a quarterback that's been there in a team that's got some veterans,
3: it's not a team you want to play in the playoffs.
2: Absolutely it's not. It's a good
3: bounce back game for Russell Wilson, too. I'm a Russell Wilson a fantasy owner. He, he had nine points in the victory last yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, he bounced back in big big fashion. Here.
2: Uh, the next game we're going to talk about Steelers 17, Patriots 10. If you had told me I needed to bet my life. At the end of the football game, with two minutes and thirty-five seconds, about whether or not Tom Brady was going to march down the field and score a touchdown, I would have said, "I bet my life that Especially Tom Brady, after
1: boom, boom, fifty yards." Of that yeah, tunnel.
2: I bet that Tom Brady will do this right, and he did not. And this team, I, I know that we, we, I, I don't want to overreact to this game, but at the same time, this is the first time since two thousand and two that this Patriots team has lost back-to-back games in December. This matters. This team is not the same team we've seen. Nope. And I am not afraid of this team. I'm not, if I'm a team in the AFC, I'm not. This team I've does said not it scare Most me.
1: of the year, when everybody else started, well, here we go, the Patriots are now the Patriots. I said, they are not the same team that they've been. Now, I picked them yeah. in this game because the Patriots don't lose back I, to back. The Steelers swear. lost three straight they lost to the Raiders. Like, yeah. They had issues. But it doesn't surprise me at all that the Steelers pulled this off at home.
2: Without James Conner. Oh, no. by the way.
1: Well, Samuels had a hell of a game. For sure. Really good. But. This Patriots team is not the same. No. I've been telling you, and nobody wanted to listen. They're like, oh, it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, the Patriots. We're no, it's not the same that it's been. I wouldn't want to play them when get in the playoffs. Yeah. They still have some of that mystique, but it is not the same roster. It's not the same team. No, and they no. have more offensive weapons than they've had
3: in the past. I'm, they absolutely do. And look, th- here's why this makes a difference for the Patriots. How many Super Bowls have the Patriots been to? Seven. With Brady. Seven. Okay. Eight. Eight. Right? Eight. Yeah.
2: He's lost three now.
3: Yeah, yeah. Three. How many have they won – when they've had to play a wild card weekend? None. None. Zero. How many have they won without Verona? It's
2: I – th- I think this is a – it's a different team. We brought it up for a reason, right? It's – at some point, father time is undefeated, and I don't care how much TB12 magic juice you got going on in your facility. At a certain point, you get old, and he's 41. And guess what? If the Ravens go to Foxborough and they hit Tom Brady, it's over. Yes. It's over.
3: There, there are a lot of issues with this. this. This Patriots team, as we've talked about, has slowly deteriorated. It yes. happens. Okay, you have to pay guys. It, it happens. Yes, for sure. And, and here's what I tweeted last night just to plug my own tweets for a second because uh, that's what I feel I said the Patriots are never done, in air quotes, but if it comes to it, I don't think they can win multiple gold playoff games. No. To play back Super Bowl. No.
2: That's the difference.
3: That's, that's the right difference. Now. And – the Rob Gronkowski of old is gone. Is gone. Yeah. And, I, and, I'm, and on a, I'm going to say this point, it's not coming back. No. They're covering him with one guy now. Yeah.
1: yeah it's, in, it's not guy? the beginning of the season when he was double, triple team, bracket covered, Nedelman came back, and it opened up for a while. They can run it okay. Their defense is okay. Tom Brady hadn't been bad. No. no but it it just, ain't like Father Time's killing him. It's just they're not. Just not no, they're not Father good enough. Josh Gordon is a freaking stud, by the yeah. way, and is now fully acclimated. Like, no. this offense should be firing on all cylinders. Playing a Steelers defense, which has been garbage for a month.
2: No, father time with Gronkowski. The amount of injuries that Gronk has, yeah, has sustained. There's a
1: reason he talked about retirement. Yes. He, he knows his body.
2: His right? body is done, and his it, it is very visible. He's a step slower. He's not getting separation like we're used to seeing. He's not moving. And I mean, he was for a half completely irrelevant. Yes. they went to him once. One
3: target for zero. And again, they're not bracketing him anymore. No. It cost me. But yes,
2: it's it's, it's just big win for the
1: Steelers. Huge big win, big, big big win for the huge
2: Steelers. Huge win for the Steelers, especially with the Ravens winning. You gotta, they're you know they're at the top of their division right now with eight five, at eight five and one with that eight and six Baltimore right behind them. These two teams,
1: I can't tell you how excited I am next week. I'm in two fantasy finals. If tonight goes okay, and I went all in on the Steelers and and uh, Saints offenses, and yeah, they play like that. Yep, week. <laughs>
3: next week I just hope it's like. 45-42, <laughs> yeah, everybody goes off. Well, and let's talk about this, this, this there's offense for a second here. Another great game for Jalen Samuels. Really yes, ran the ball very well. good game. Connor's not going to be 100% next week. He's going to no. play. I think this might be more of a – I know Tomlin doesn't split that's, time. That's
1: my problem. But I do you, got you think him he, he might?
3: might. Connor has earned the
1: right to come back and play some, but Tomlin's fighting for his job from yeah. all accounts. Like, he was on the hot seat after losing three straight. He said going into that first game against the Raiders, Jalen Samuels has been really good. He talked about Ridley, he about, but it's been him. They, they plugged him in. He's a rookie. He's explosive. Yes. We were talking a little while ago about Portland Sutton and, and Deshaun Hamilton. Jeff Samuels has played, but he was really Very fresh. Low. Yeah. Where James Conner was like carrying the load. He's now fresh on has fresh legs, and he's a fast guy anyway.
3: And the reality is, you want Connor
1: as healthy as possible for the
2: postseason. Yes, I think 100%. Samuel's will
1: be a really good flex next week because I think he's yeah. going to get eight or nine targets.
3: I think I, I think he could play some in the slot next week too. If they even well, if they, they split they him out buy. wide
1: once, like they do with the, like that yeah. did with David Johnson, I, yeah. I saw that and he made a catch. I told Paige, I was like, man, this you started. Eli Rogers was back. Like I mean, they he had, had a, a bunch of dudes playing. Like this offense should be. He was really a pass catcher in
3: college. Like, yeah,
1: he's 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 not afraid to run routes and catch the ball. That's why I think yeah, you can't not play him. I made a mistake and let him sit there because I still felt risky. Yeah. But I think you've got
3: to play him at least in a flex. I'm, I'm with you. I think I'm playing him in a flex in, my, in one of my fantasy finals. I just, I can't, I just think he's going to be, even if he gets 12 punches. He's going to be touches, useful.
2: No, he's going to be useful. He's going to be useful. 100%. Also, again,
3: how many running backs has just I just watch Le'Veon Bell's value continue to drop as
1: the it oh, yeah. plug Every, in more and more guys having success. Worst case scenario, Connor goes out and Stan has two monster weeks well, to throw.
3: Worst case scenario, someone's going to pay Le'Veon Bell, but. Yeah,
2: his value should be the lowest of what it could possibly be at this point. Eagles 30, Rams 23. My question to you guys is – Shocker of the week. Is Cooper – was Cooper Cup's injury more significant than we realized? Because this offense does not look the same without Cooper Cup. Maybe
1: just for the chemistry with Goff. I mean, he's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. But Goff has not been the same at all since Cooper Cup went out. The first week you looked at Yeah, they had the one
3: great game against KC yeah. where
1: everybody, where literally anybody scored if you were on the field.
3: Yeah, but Jamie and, and I –
1: used to have that chemistry with Robert Woods. So he's getting a lot of catches and not a lot of yards, but that's their – Cooks I thought was going to have break out when Cup yeah. got hurt. And he yeah. had, Yeah.
2: And Jamie and I talked about it. The thing with, with Goff and Cooper Cup that you're alluding to, the chemistry-wise, is when everything else was kind of chaotic, Jared Goff was looking for one person. Cooper Cup,
1: and now it's Woods and Gurley, and it's London not and, it's, and, not the same. and the same it's not the same. It's not the same.
2: And Cooper Cup would usually only be one on one, and he would always separate himself. He would always give himself a step. He was as Jamie and I both own Cooper Cup. You were through the roof on his success throughout yeah. the first part of this season. And we called that we were
3: high on him in the preseason, yeah, and him in top fifteen wide receiver. Yeah, and, and he, he was he way.
2: was definitely that way. But this offense has not looked the same. Since, since his injury.
3: It hasn't. And, like, I think last night was a good example. Half of the targets that of Goff's throw last night went to either Todd Gurley or Josh Reynolds. Yeah. That's not what you want. No, That's, that's, not, that's not a successful formula for you the You kind
1: players. of saw some of this coming. Gurley was leading the NFL in rushing, but there weren't a lot of big games. He had the one 200-yard game. But there was a bunch of two touchdown, 18 carry, 80 yards, but he had, like, seven catches. Yeah. He's going to be the fantasy MVP. He's going to win by far. But the numbers don't really match the football. No. You kind of saw that they can't just line it up and hand it to Gurley a bunch and beat you that way. And you know what I loved after the game, though? Sean McVay's press conference. He walks in. He's like, congratulations to the Eagles. Man, we're going back to work. All I, I mean, you can see his freaking wheels turning. As he, he's giving you the press conference, telling yeah. you what you want to hear. But he was like, he's, he went to the office last night.
2: Well, that's hey, what, This dude like-
1: grinds like there's no doubt, but he's trying to figure out how do I get back to where everybody was wide-ass open earlier in the
3: season, and now I can't dial it up that way. And that's a good point because this offense has not changed. No. The defenses have adjusted to the offense. Now we need to see McVay adjust back.
2: And that's, and that's what you and I talked about right before we started this podcast. If McVay is as great as we're all portraying him to be. He's going to need to make some adjustments for this football team Absolutely. because they have two – they're facing two poor teams to end the season. And if they don't blow these teams out, if they keep it close against either team, I'm going to be like – I
1: don't think he makes a lot of adjustments this week against the Cardinals. I don't think he, – he's going to have something for next week in the first round of the playoffs that he's not working – because they can run it down the Cardinals. And see, and that's what I'm And saying. they don't have to run it with Dirk.
3: I, I think Brown has a big week this week. And, and here's – and that's a great point because here's what I'm – I'm starting to think in the back of my mind that – I think they thought they could just coast in with what they had yeah. and then make the changes on divisional weekend and say, we're going to walk out at home and we're just going to blow somebody's doors off and walk into the NFC Championship game and have they The other team going, I have no games. idea what they're going to run.
2: No, and now back-to-back weeks.
3: And Goff hasn't come out of the bye playing
1: a tenth no. of what he was going in. Ooh. That's the problem. I think McVeigh is like, how do I get this guy to get on the same page as what? Because I think they're gonna run down the Cardinals' throat. I think yes. Gurley, you know, he'll he'll get eighteen carries. I like think Brown gets ten or twelve. Brown, John Kelly might hit. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. run it for two eighty on the Cardinals next week, and they play blow their doors off. But
3: I do one, but I do. I wonder if they thought, you know, what, we can get by with what we have, and we don't want to make our adjustments because yeah. we have three. In their mind, we have three games: yeah. divisional round, NFC Championship, Super Bowl. Those are when we make our adjustments. Yeah, but now you're at least in somewhat danger of losing that bye.
2: Yeah, you're, if you finish with the
3: same record as the Bears. The Bears are getting
2: it exactly, and I and last night proves my point. I heard very loudly on the tele on the television last night. Let's go Eagles throughout the entire game. Yeah. LA is not an intimidating environment for anybody to play in. No. Nobody is scared to go there. It's not a hard place to play. And if the Chicago Bears or the Minnesota Vikings or the Philadelphia Eagles or any of those teams have to go on the road and play, it's going to be 50 to 65% of the fans of the opposing the, team. The
1: biggest problem they have is the two best teams they're going to face to get to the Super Bowl have already beat them. Yep. Yeah. Bears ain't scared of them and the Saints oh. ain't scared of them. No. And they probably have to go into New Orleans. So
2: I'm not picking that team to go to New Orleans and win. Well, I think just,
3: in Chicago when And I'm not that. exactly not, right, right I know you weren't.
2: No, I, there's <laughs> no way. And I hope you. I hope the Bears have to go to L.A. because I will be sitting was, at that I, game, I, I, I will so would be, happy. At
1: the beginning of the year, we, we would do where I was right, where I was wrong on Mondays. I was wrong. I thought this team was going to come out of the bye and light people's hair on fire, yeah. and they have been dead flat.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: They Two. came out of the bye, the polar opposite.
2: And And this game said a lot to me because I expected them – after I, listened, I was the same way. I listened to Sean McVay post game in Chicago, and he took his lumps because that team looked disastrous. They could do nothing on offense. Todd Gurley had 28 yards. Yes. That was against entire...
3: the Bears' defense. Yes, I was 100%, 100%. To excuse
2: that. I, but that's what I said. I gave him that one game. I go, you're going home to play a Philadelphia team who has not been able to put away anybody throughout this entire season. And oh, by the way, Carson Wentz is not playing. I expected to see that team more specifically, that defense, show up and have a good game. Give Nick Foles
1: credit, by the way.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah.
1: As we're talking about this game. He likes playing
2: in December, man. We we cannot
1: talk about Nick Foles and Alshon Jeffrey. It was like last year in December. Yeah. If you're an Alshon Jeffrey owner, you're thrilled right now. Yeah. I sat on my bench and I watched it just kept ticking up, click, 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 because he had nothing all year. That chemistry they have.
3: Yeah, he's a wide receiver too next week. Last point I want to make on the Rams, and and I think I said this on Twitter last night, the, this is a 14 win defense. That's an eight win defense on grass. Yep. At some point, I need that defense to live up to their talent level. Like it's December now. They've now. been a
1: little better coming out of the bye, but they're still. But their up. secondary is still. at the same. And if he bleeds back, go had the pick late? But I'm but trying he, to of No, it's yet.
2: it's. We haven't seen a performance from that defense where they have like shown us that you can go take over the game. Yeah. If your offense is struggling, the defense needs to make some plays. I still think plays. they're a little
1: vanilla, too, that they were hoping they could coast yeah. and just play some base stuff and we get through these games. And, again, I don't know that you're going to see it next week. Yeah. I think you'll see some exotic stuff. Rosen's going to be back starting for them. They'll throw some exotic looks at him. But
2: Let's see. Let's yeah, see. you got to show it, it. You gotta show it to me. I'm watching
3: Baltimore do it every week. You I'm don't, watching, you don't want to go in the playoffs it. flat. No. no. And, and you're going to have the week off, most likely. And you, you got two weeks
1: that you can light up your opponent. You should.
2: It's going to tell us a lot the next two weeks.
1: You, like you said, you really should, and you should get hot going in and get that mojo back. God, because yes. you don't. you got to limp through these. I mean, if this Cardinals game is 27-17, 27-20, Yikes. You, yeah, you got, Yikes. you got problems. That, this
2: defense place. should show out in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, I want to see this With is this a bad team.
3: It's right a half, bad
2: right? offense. This is an opportunity to win yourself a game and prove that you're a top, top ten defense. Because right now, you're not.
1: Yeah, you can put nine in the box play man against the Cardinals. Yeah, it's and a, be fine. It's a and horrible football team. Just wreak havoc if they try to throw. So it, it should, but we'll see what happens. Yeah.
2: Monday night football tonight: the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Carolina struggling to stay alive in the NFC wildcard picture. They're six and seven. The two they're looking up at two teams that are seven and seven. Uh, the Saints eleven and two, top of the NFC, with Chicago winning and L and LA slipping a little bit. You want to make sure you lock this up because mm-hmm. nobody wants to go to New Orleans, and I expect to see gas
3: pedal, and a lot of offense tonight. I, I, as do I. Look, I look at the Saints right now, and if they, they lock home field throughout the NFC, they're going to be my pick to go. 100%. And I don't have any, any hesitation about that. I don't think the Rams are going to go in there and beat them. I don't think the Bears are going to go in there and beat them. I don't think anybody's going to go into New Orleans and beat them. This is their opportunity for them. And and this is this is the worst-case scenario for Carolina, is you have a very hungry New Orleans team, that is starting to kind of get things figured out on both sides, but particularly defensively. Nobody it, – It's very quietly over the last month, that Saints defense, I forgot what stat that somebody was looking at. They're like top four. Nobody is – like it's the Saints defense. It was like the Cowboys defense and the Bears. We talked about it a little bit. That they, they played a lot better than they were yes. earlier in
1: the year. They've kind of made some adjustments. And they've ran it a lot more, which I think helps helped them. Yeah. I'm a little worried tonight. I need a big night from Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. I can see it happening. But I can also see an interdivisional rivalry yeah. in December, and they win 27-23. Cam Newton steps up one more time has some magic at home. The thing that's giving me some solace here is this Carolina defense has been bad all year. Their secondary has been garbage. They've given up a lot of big plays. I think they lean on Drew Brees tonight. They don't do what they've done the last three or four weeks and run it a ton. I think they come out, spread it out, throw it a bunch, and then they run it late. Um, I fully expect those guys to have those big games. And look – for me and anybody else in the NFL, if you're leaning on Drew Brees and Michael Thomas tonight, you're feeling pretty damn good. Like they've, they've had a couple bad games here and there, fantasy wise, but
2: but it's Drew Brees. Like if you're Michael leaning Thomas.
1: on Drew Brees, or if you're a Saints fan, you're feeling pretty damn good. I mean, it's I can't imagine they go in there and lose. Like I, I can't no, see that. I, I, I see it being close because it's divisional. Cam Newton can step up and play well at home and, yeah. and hit you in the mouth and do some stuff. But
2: it's the NFL, and we just watched the Eagles who were limping. Go into LA, go who should have had, and, yeah. and who are we extra motivated. Road games are always. This is a road game for the Saints in the division. It's it's it could be, it could get into if they were at home. I would be one hundred percent ready for this. Now I do. I like I said. I expect <laughs> to see this offense take off, but I will not be surprised. If
1: Carolina they should put up thirty-one. Yes. Yes. Can they hold Carolina to 21.
3: And I think they. I don't think this yeah. is going to be a blowout by any no. means. But we've also been waiting for Carolina to make their last stand for three or four weeks now. And I'm just not convinced that. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's not coming. I don't, I don't think it is. Maybe I mean, they're not. Straight, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not
2: going to turn on at any point. But can Cam Newton take over a game? Absolutely. Sure. Because yeah, McCaffrey absolutely. has been and,
3: unbelievable. Exactly.
2: And they have the pieces to to take over a game. Will they? The Saints have I don't some. Think they, so. Saints
3: have some
1: good linebackers that can run, and they can rush the passer. Yep. That doesn't bode well for Carolina. It's not a good matchup for Carolina. Now McCaffrey's getting his, regardless, but. I just don't think they have enough to keep pace. I can see them hanging in there for a while. I can see my me being really freaking nervous at halftime of this game, needing
3: 31 points. Sure, but the NFC South plays each other tough. They always do. They do. I mean, look at the Saints Bucks game from last week. I'm looking. I think, at, I think it's going to be a lot like that. Where,
2: six point favorite mm-hmm. New Orleans.
3: What do you guys pick? I, I think they cover.
2: Yeah, I, I, think, I think
3: they do. I don't. Do I don't too. love it, but I think they cover. Okay. I, I don't think this is a blog. I really think Caroline, This is going to be. I mean, Carolina game. doesn't show you anything in this game. Then you start at 23,
1: them. So I got them covered by it a little yeah. bit. But They're yeah, in, I, I think they went by touchdown. Yeah, ball.
3: Carolina's done if this. If Carolina if gets blown, yeah, but if Carolina gets blown out in this game, we need to talk about a lot of things because yeah. there's we talk about leadership, new ownership on and off the field. We're on on the hot game.
1: seat. No GM currently, or soccer GM, kind of playing the role. Whatever. It's going to get interesting. I'm, it's going to be really interesting because if you have a new coach coming in with a new GM. And a new owner that apparently doesn't care. Uh, I like that. If you read, I haven't read the stories on this, I like this dude a lot. Um, I think Cam Newton could be gone next year. I think you can see Cam Newton in Arizona or some okay. craziness where I, there could be some big – because if you're going to trade Cam Newton, it's going to be a big-time trade. Yeah. I, you, I think you can see him somewhere else. I think you see him for the of the Raiders. Some, some crazy like that. I mean, there's going to
3: be their cross-contract.
1: Replace it with Cam Newton's.
2: Well, uh, that's a, that's a to-be-determined. We're going to have a lot of off-season discussions to talk about. Uh, that's one place that I think that, we're going to be talking about a lot. I, that I agree. That, lot especially on Wednesday, we could be talking about Ron Rivera seriously on the hot seat uh, if they get blown, blown away in this game. Jamie, how can everybody follow you on social media?
3: Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter and at Jamie Eisner on Instagram. Jake? Jake B. Arians on Twitter and Jake Arians on Instagram.
2: Guys, you can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I and be sure to follow TD Fantasy on both Instagram and Twitter at TD Fantasy underscore and enjoy Monday Night Football.